This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, I'm just freewheeling this one uh, I'm on early, did the scans, did everything that needed to happen um, but let's just talk about the news. I mean, there were Friday was crazy. Okay. Kind of an insane amount happened on Friday. Um, Tesla short seller, Jim Chanos shut down his head fund. Couldn't make a go of it. Shorting Tesla, um, Apple, Disney, and others stopped all advertising on Twitter, um, based on, uh, some anti-Semitic things that, that, perhaps Elon had um, had put out there. I don't know that it's 100% anti-Semitic. I'm not taking a stance on this. Elon Musk, probably not the most favorite person for you to follow. Um, it's kind of like, you know, I had this debate on Facebook uh, with some folks. It's a personal decision about whether you like Elon or not. I just don't feel like Elon is a hostile, aggressive, or hateful person. Um, I think he, you know, he... He makes mistakes like everybody else, and he's under a microscope. And 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 whether his uh, thought process, what his thought process is, um, I just you know, I, I, whatever. But we had that. Um, Fidelity filed for an Ethereum ETF. Citibank will start mass layoffs this week. That's a huge one as well. Um, the most insane thing though is OpenAI. And the drama that has been going on since Friday. So I, I'm going to do my best to to basically quantify this. If you're not following me on Twitter, I did my best to try and uh, post everything that I could all weekend. I was waking up. This was better than a Netflix documentary. I was literally waking up at 2 in the morning going, okay, it's West Coast time. What's going on now? And this was nuts. Absolute craziness, craziness. So Friday... Um, Sam Altman was fired, and it was after the market closed. Uh, Microsoft, which is the biggest partner of OpenAI, got a notification one minute before it was public news. Sam then tweeted, um, I love my time at AI, blah, 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 very conciliatory. We didn't know what happened. It was a board of, of six people, uh, or I'm sorry, a four-person board. Um, at OpenAI was kids at a poker table and they thought they won. Uh, essentially, they the, what came out 
was there, there, one of the original founders, Ilya, thought that Sam was going too far with um, artificial, general artificial intelli- intelligence. And GAI, I think, is what it's called. Art- GAI, I think, is what they, they discovered. And Sam had made mention of this last week that they had discovered a- a- and made huge improvements on AGI. Well, Ilya is kind of scared of AGI. He said this before in his um, on his Twitter. So uh, it's crazy. Uh, again, this, this took everyone by shock because Sam is the face of AI. Sam is the person that... Artificial intelligence. Uh, last year, he came out with it. It's crazy, nuts. Microsoft put in ten billion dollars. Now they haven't paid cash. We'll get to that. But um, this article goes over everything, and and it's got an update. The story has been unfolding just crazy, crazy stuff. Um, I've been trying to follow it. What happened after the board fired Sam is that one of his founders, who was uh, the chief uh, chief of the board actually resigned. And he said, I believe in Sam. Sam's not doing anything wrong. Um, So yeah, he said, hey, we're, uh, we're fine. You know, I'm leaving. Uh, Then Sam started posting all of these things from other employees saying we're, we're team Sam. Essentially it became, okay, team Sam versus the board. Um, and, And then what happened was a lot of people uh, basically became C- uh, Team Sam, including the new CEO uh, that they had appointed. So the new CEO turns Team Sam. By Sunday, Sam posts a picture of himself uh, at um, at the, the OpenAI headquarters, and he's got a guest pass, and he says this is the last time this happens. Um, assuming that he was in negotiations, uh, to discuss returning to uh, to OpenAI as the CEO, that was the rumor that 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 was out there. Um, that was it. So Satya Nadella was supposedly pissed, screaming at the board and upset that this was this was going on. Um, that all of that they had fired Sam, that they didn't get notice, that they were putting ten billion dollars into this company and this board was running out of control. Uh, Sate got the people together. Sam posted that picture. Everybody thought Sam was going to uh, be, become uh, go back to as CEO uh, of uh, of OpenAI. After that, they gave him a five o'clock and an eight o'clock deadline. The board didn't like the fact that they were going to lose power. And one of Sam's conditions coming back was a, a redoing of the board. They didn't like that. So they went out and hired a new CEO, the guy who just left Twitch, the founder of Twitch. Uh, yeah, they hired a new CEO going behind Sate Nadella's back, going behind Sam's back, going behind the staff that is Team Sam uh, back and, and saying, hey, we're just going to hire this guy and we're going to put out a press release. So that happened. Um, and that was last night. Sate then comes out. Uh, we remain committed to our partnership with uh, OpenAI and have confidence in our product roadmap. Uh, we look forward to getting to know Emmett as OAI's leader. And we're extremely excited to share the news that Sam Altman and Greg Brockman, together with colleagues, will be joining Microsoft to lead a new advanced AI team. Here's the killer point in this. Uh, 
is that that the ten billion dollars that that Microsoft has committed is paid out over a number of times, and they can get out whenever they want. So all of the things that pushed uh, pushed Microsoft stock higher may get pushed back a little because of this drama, but they still have the leaders in place to make it happen. And they have the technology in place to make it happen. So what happens after this, the guy who essentially started, Sam Altman posts this, OpenAI is nothing without its people. It's nothing without its people. Sam is just posting this this morning. Then what happens is Ilya, who uh, who basically is rumored to have started this ouster of Sam, posts, I deeply regret my participation in the board's actions. I never intended to harm OpenAI. That just came out 30 minutes ago. So this is continuing to 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 just blow up. I'll have this, this Seeking Alpha article. You can click in the newsletter if you want to read it. Microsoft stock right now is up 0.37. You're at 371. Um, looks like, yeah, I say this 386 level. I posted this in the paid newsletter, I think, even in the free newsletter. Um, if you're not subscribed to my newsletter, subscribe to the newsletter. It's dailystockpick.substack.com. You'll see uh, charts. You'll, you'll get everything for free every day uh, that the market is open. The only thing I charge for is the weekend newsletter. But the stock has not been hit. The stock went down uh, after hours on Friday, to about, I think it's it's covered this gap down to 371. It says it's trading at 371. I don't know that I trust 371, but uh, uh, right here in after hours, it's down. You've gotten this uh, button hook I talked about in the the newsletter um, uh, doing stop losses. One of the things that you want to do, by the way, in stop losses, and I'll do a, a paid newsletter about this, is there there's a stop loss and then there's a stop limit loss. Uh, in my world, just like I buy on limit, meaning that when I place an order for a stock, I don't place a market order because I don't want them telling me what I'm going to pay for a stock. I want to tell them what I will pay for a stock. So I always put in limit orders. Just like that, I put in stop limit orders because say you have your stop limit at 380 on uh, Microsoft. You said it, or I'm sorry, let's let's go to Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft here. 371. Say you get a 371. Yeah, it's up slightly. Here's the, here's the Microsoft chart. I was on the QQQ chart. But say you go up uh, to 371. Uh, but all of a sudden, you know, news comes out and you crash down to 351, which is this support line that I see right here. Uh, if you're actually button hooking and, and you're getting out, I think this stock continues to go up. Uh, my stop loss right now is down here at 352. I don't expect it to get loss here, uh, but that's the stop loss. If it does get down there and it follows all the way through to 343 within the same time period, with a stop limit loss, you're selling at 352 or 350, whatever you set it at. With a stock, with just a stop loss, if it breaks that barrier, it's going to automatically sell your position, whatever you told it to sell. So you have to understand the difference between those two things. Just understand that stop, just like on the buy side, I do limit orders. I also do limit orders on the front side. So 
Let's see where we're at with QQQ. Where are we? What are we doing? This is what I was looking at before when I thought it was Microsoft. It was QQQ. Uh, I posted this before. This is the all-time high at around 410 right here. We're still... You were 5% above this when we started, you know, November 14th, and we took a leg up last week um, on November 14th. You're 5% above that. You're 5% below that. You're just kind of putting in this capitulation. And this little, you know, resistance, I would say it's resistance until you get above this. I don't think we start to fill up to the, the all-time highs. So right now, and I've posted this before, you've got a MACD kind of crossing down. You've got an RSI that's oversold at 76. I would be very, very careful in this market. You are in a, uh, a holiday week. Trading is supposed to be light. We will go over why it won't be light, but trading is supposed to be light. Um, and, and the markets are closed Thursday, and I think we have a half day on Wednesday. So... It's going to be a crazy, crazy week, but understand you just, I don't usually trade on this week, um, but understand that that this could be a, a nutso week. What I'm going to post in the news, newsletter, uh, the top 10 stocks in the stock market based on market cap, I'll put that picture in. Uh, I am also putting in, TrendSpider put out a divergence cheat sheet about strong divergence, weak divergence, medium divergence, hidden divergence. Uh, strong. Uh, and, and it's a cheat sheet as to, you know, hey, let's play the market. Uh, one of the other things that uh, TrendSpider put out is that AVGO Broadcom, and I'll include the picture in the newsletter, but on the daily, they have a cup and handle pattern. And uh, this is breaking out into all-time highs. This is Broadcom, solid, solid Broadcom. I mean, Broadcom's just a solid, solid company. But since we broke out, um, to all-time highs, you do have a cup and handle powder. So I'll, I'll include that in the, uh, the, the newsletter as well. Um, a couple of stocks that I wanted to point out. Coinbase is over uh, 100 again. This one, solid, solid gains again. The, the algorithm has you in at 77 here, right before earnings on November 1st. If you're in this, that's a solid, what, 20 30% gain, let's see. Uh, if you got in at 77.15, you are up. That's a solid 32% gain right there. And you're over 100. So if it holds 100, um, I, I think you're you're getting back into this territory of 112, 113, somewhere in that neighborhood. Do not underestimate uh, the power of coin um, where, oof, okay, Clark. Yeah, they're going over the open AI stuff on, on CNBC. But uh, do not est underestimate if the if we get that Bitcoin ETF, the, um, the spot Bitcoin ETF. Do not underestimate the power of that one with coin, with Mara. Mara it, right now is at $10.26. You had the opportunity to buy it again under, uh, under 10 for the past couple of days. It's over 10 again. It's at $10.26. Go ahead and buy it. So, um, Palantir, uh, it is up. I, I get a lot of questions about, don't you regret selling something if it's up after you've actually sold it? No, no, it's at $20.81. Do I regret selling it at $20? Nope, not one bit. Took my profit. I made like 40% on this one. I will get back in. I should have gotten back in when it got under 20, but do I expect it to continue to rise? Yes. And, and the reason I expect it to continue to rise is because you have continued confirmation. 
You can see right here, I'm gonna remove all of these annotations. Right here, uh, over that green line, you have confirmation over that green line. That green line is the nine day EMA. That's what I typically use for confirmation. You can use a five day, you can use a six day, you can use whatever you want. I use nine. Um, my system is nine. And so I expect it to continue to rise. I just wanted to take my 40% profit. I don't know what's going to happen this week uh, with a, a shortened week. But Palantir, I wanted to take my, my, my time with that one. Uh, Zoom, I think Zoom, do they report earnings this morning? Uh, or did they? are they after the bell today? Let's see. They have earnings uh, post-market today. Zoom, under the 200-day, I would expect this one with decent results to pop back to 70. I think this is a, a, a decent play if you want to play this one. Uh, I don't, you know, the problem that Zoom has is nobody wants to buy them. Their, their valuation is still high, PE of, of, of 142. Average target price, 81. Uh, most recently, look at this, Citigroup, uh, sell to neutral. Their target price remains at 66. You're trading at uh, $64. So that's a nice 3% gain if you want it. Um, you know, the growth rate is the issue. If they're still growing, super, super fantastic. They, they you know, here here's, I'm seeing this November, they're all selling at 60. It's not crazy amounts. I mean, don't think that this million dollars or this $1.5 million, that's not a lot for these people. Nah, they got tons. I mean, they got tons and tons of shares. They're just selling. Nobody's buying. So if you want to play this one, kudos to you. I just think, you know, when you find, try and find a trend on this, if we go long term, I don't think you've bucked that downward trend. Look, you just started your 200-day. You are well below that 200-day, but the valuation is the problem. Uh, if we pull this back to all-time highs here in October 2020, and we look at the volume levels, we're at the levels that volume is at. It's not like these people up here are, are you know, uh, looking to get. These are people that are just buyers and holders. And you don't have confirmation. So Zoom, I would take a little bit of a step back and just understand you could play it if you want to. Just make sure your stop losses are pretty tight. If they come out with some good news, I'd buy into that one, buy that pop, and, and just trade it on a five-minute chart, try and make some money. That would be my thing. Now, let's talk about uh, the big news is NVIDIA tomorrow. Are they going to blow it out? Um, there was a tweet that I put out about... Um, Let's see, I think it was Friday. Uh, the history of Q3 earnings um, that NVIDIA has posted. Here it is, history of Q3 earnings. Um, you can see Q3 last year was $5.9 billion. They're expected to have revenues, uh, $16 billion. Oh, this is, I'm sorry, this is in the earnings. This is Q3 revenue. They're expected to three times their earn their revenue from last year, just last year. If that happens, this stock will probably fly. It's already priced in. Understand. And I say that, I, I don't think I've said this a lot, but I usually say this at the beginning of the year. Whatever your grandmother is going to cook for a Christmas dinner, whether it's meatloaf or turkey, it's already priced into the market. NVIDIA is already priced into the market. The last two pops, they got, the, 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 the street was shocked. I would be shocked if the street gets shocked again. 
Uh, I see the MACD crossing down. I see the RSI at 67. You saw this back at the last earnings. You saw this back at the previous earnings as well. You saw similar chart patterns. I just don't think it's worth the risk. If you have this stock, I'm not saying get out. I'm saying stay in. Uh, I'm currently holding. I sold at 505 and 510. I haven't bought back in. Uh, well, I did. I added small amounts, very small amounts down here at 400. Uh, I got when it got to 416. Um, that's when I added small amounts. I didn't do a large buy. I mean, we're talking three, four, five shares. Uh, but when I sold, I sold significantly more than that. So Nvidia uh, earnings tomorrow hugely anticipated. The one I would play is SMCI. SMCI trades with NVIDIA on their earnings. Uh, this gap down here, all of these these hype up. See this hype up? See that hype up? This hype up was the, the Q, uh, Q1 earnings of, uh, of NVIDIA. Um, this rally up and this rally, this rally up here was the, the Q2 earnings from NVIDIA. Um, this is just continued AI. It got down to 260, 288. I say you still have 345 in this. Let's take a look at the valuation. Remember, PE for NVIDIA is 119. P forward PE is 28. SMCI, the PEs are reasonable. Forward PE of, uh, forward PE of 14, PE of, of 12. Solid, solid, but you are up 251%. I continue to think that this one hits. I am currently holding. So I, I'm not I'm not buying anymore. I am currently holding. But if you wanted to play this one and you haven't gotten in yet and you wanted to play NVIDIA, I would say SMCI is probably the bet. Um, now, Tuesday, also tomorrow after the bell, we have lows. This one, solid bounce off 187. You're at 203. I just don't see it coming back above this, uh, this 200 day at 214. Lowe's and Home Depot, eh, you can play them. It's, I mean, it's decent. It just doesn't excite me. Uh, also, on Wednesday, before the bell, you have um, Deer. I think it's pre-market before the bell. Yeah, pre-market before the bell. This one's trading below its 200-day. Uh, this one, I would say, you know, with his solid earnings, you can see the earnings last time just brought it down. That was their guidance. If they're doing better than their guidance, expect it to go up. You have confirmation 375 was the buyer at 384. So play it with what you will. Do what you want. Uh, Uber. <clears throat> Uber's down 3% at $52. I don't think that this changes anything. Um, but let's look up Uber real quick because they did announce that they are uh, issuing new bonds. Um, so if we go over here to offer $1.2 in convertible notes. That it will bring a stock down. And it's just, hey, in these high interest times, uh, it's going to affect their profitability because they're going to have to pay back those bonds. So that's a little bit hard for uh, you know a company that's just starting to turn a profit to do. It's still got confirmation. Even at 52, well, I'm sorry, it broke confirmation. So this one, you might want to put your stop losses in to protect your profits if it's not a long-term uh, goal. You have a high, high cross down on the MACD probably. Your RSI is at 80. I mean, it was time to come back. I think you come back under 50. I think if you touch under 50 on this, I think you absolutely 100% get in on this. Uh, my weekly stock pick, uh, his pick is Intel this week, it, just in case you didn't get it. But Intel has just been on a tear. 
I mean, we're talking about back here, October at the end of October, $35 buy-in. Uh, that was right after earnings. I mean, they gapped up on earnings. $33 to $35. You gained confirmation. You went over the 200-day. Your 50-day started turning positive. You're at $43 right now. It's a little bit crazy for me um, to think that you know Intel's at $43. But look, look at the long term of this. You've probably got 45 in here, you know, some point in time this week. If if the algo from my weekly stock pick is right, you may have 45 in this. I, I think Intel probably is a long-term turnaround. Um, they're getting into the foundry business like um, uh, Taiwan Semiconductor. Right now, Taiwan Sem- Semiconductor is at 99. It got over 100. But I like I liked Intel stock. I, I, I like trading it. I don't like owning it. It's just just, you know, not a great one. Okay, social requests. Um, let's see. Tincture Jordan asked me to look at ChargePoint, CHPT. Uh, I own an electric car. Uh, I understand electric infrastructure. I understand what ChargePoint does. They have no hopes of becoming a profitable company. I have said this many, many, many times. This is a company you don't want to invest in. Uh, it was a SPAC. That came through, and it, it shot all the way up to 50. All you had was the EV um, hype, and this was December 2020. It, it was 100% just, a, I'm pretty sure it was a SPAC. August 2020, it kind of came out. Um, this is a trash company, absolute trash company. Uh, the only thing you have uh, to, to hang your hat on in this is if an actual short squeeze comes about. It Right now, it's 23% shorted, probably even more than that. Um, they The problem with the short squeeze is you have 348 million shares. They are losing 367 million in income in, in, you know, per, per, per year on this. They only have uh, $300 million in cash. This is going bankrupt. 100%, they will have to dilute you by issuing more shares to avoid a short squeeze. So if it does get a short squeeze, expect an announcement. There's no reason to put in this. Uh, Tincture Jordan, no reason. Don't do it. I mean, you can trade it on a five-minute chart. It's got enough, uh, enough volatility that you absolutely could trade it. I just wouldn't go into it. Absolutely stay away from it. There's better options out there if you want, um, you know, electric vehicle exposure. Uh, you could go with Tesla. You could even go with GM and Ford. I mean, come on. There's better opportunities to charge point. Charge point is just junk. Absolutely 100% junk. Let's talk about scans. Halliburton. We do have, by the way, um, uh, OPEC is talking about uh, production cuts again. So expect. Energy, you know, we got some names on the energy spectrum today. Uh, Palin, uh, I'm sorry, Pioneer is up 1.4%. Uh, Oxy is up um, 1.16%. Devon is up 1.41%. It, it's if you didn't read the the newsletter story, uh, it's about supply and demand. That's all this is. Halliburton, $38 uh, gain here. You're below the 200 day. I mean, you're just below the 200-day. Energy has just been a sector that has been horrible. It has not participated in this rally of November. Uh, COP, ConocoPhillips, below the 200-day at 114. Uh, I like this one more towards 110, but if you want to buy it at 114 and it pops, great. 
I mean, you know, again, th- this is just about, hey, I'm going to put my uh, line in the sand here and I'm going to start a position. SLB, last earnings, it was trading at 57 and it's just been up and down since. The only gap is down, so I would be careful. Uh, that was probably, uh, yeah, that was around this earnings right here. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I still like the name. Uh, I like it a lot better down here at 52 than I did at 60, but... You still don't have confirmation. Your 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 charts right here. It just doesn't look great. But got a uh, buy here. Let's say at fifty three twenty six, fifty three twenty six. That note was from uh, the last earnings back on October twentieth. And look, while the market has gone up, this stock has just crashed. No reason to get in until you have actual confirmation. Shell is another energy name. This one, uh, again, already earnings. The, the ex-dividend date's gone. 65.87 is the buy. You're up 1.35%. It's 100% just a supply-demand uh, issue right now. Corn Energy. This is one that, that has traded at all-time highs here. Uh, it's gone crazy. Um, I just don't see the, the benefit in this other than somebody buying them. 162.63, that is the buy right now. Um, it's solid, solid chart. If you go and look at a long-term chart, uh, you can't argue this, this stock has just been a monster, monster stock, uh, but it's at all time highs. I wouldn't probably buy it. There's better places to go. UCO, which is a triple levered, um, crude oil. Uh, this is a triple levered ETF 2921 below the 200 day probably gets back up to 32. I mean, you know, again, if we're, we're in an oil squeeze, the price of oil right now, if you ever want to know the price of oil, just go over to Finviz, scroll down to the bottom. It's up 2%. It's at $77. They're talking about that at 90. If that's going to be 90, UCL will go up. Uh, some stocks that I have in my personal watch list that I'm not 100% sure of, but Lee Auto, you're in here at 34.90. It's got another cross up. It's just kind of crossing around. You have no real catalyst. Chinese market. This is a Chinese EV maker. I'd, I'd buy this one before I'd buy uh buy ChargePoint. Honest to God, I'd buy this one before I bought uh, ChargePoint. Fastly, I, I like this company. I like trading this stock. I don't like owning it. So be careful with this one. This one, the algorithm has you in at fifteen fifteen. You're at seventeen ninety seven. Your uh, two hundred day was right here at eighteen twenty three. That would be where I think the significant resistance would start. You're at 1806 right now in pre, uh, pre-market. pre You can see it bounced off right here, uh, kind of came down. Do we bounce off or do we continue up on this one? This one hasn't seen um, you know, the, the, the same meteoric rise in November like every other stock has seen. It's seen it come down. Uh, your 200 day is just forming up here at 37. This has been a stock that, that has just slid. Your 50-day still moving positive, and you have confirmation over the 50-day. It's not over the 9-day. I'd be a little bit careful with this one. Uh, one where we bought based on um, an insider buy of $500 billion or something. It was huge. Uh, is SMMT. This has nothing going for it other than that dude buying at like $2 or something. Let's see. 
let's see where these insider buys happen. Um, he bought at a dollar sixty-eight, dollar uh, five. I'm sorry, uh, I'm dollar five. So he's doubled his money. It's at one one dollar ninety cents. So he's doubled his three hundred ninety-five million dollar buy since March. Robert Dugan. We talked about this in March. It was one dollar. Do I expect it to to go from two to three? Uh, I don't know. I mean, two fifty was a tough one here, uh, a tough climb. But he bought it one dollar. Understand? He bought it one dollar. Uh, Ross stores, they had their earnings. Um, it's an inside afternoon candle, which is interesting. Uh, right now, you're even at 128. This one is just another cross up. You were in at 116 prior to earnings. So it's just, you know, remember my algorithm is based on a MACD. So it's just another cross up on the MACD. Um, you know, it's an interesting one. We did get a question last week, um, social request for AIG. AIG crossed up here, and it's still going. I mean, it's $60.82. Still going. Another cross-up. I mean, just to, you know, what another cross-up to me means, it's just a secondary bull run. But the the RSI is at uh, 66. Am I starting a position in this? Nah. Nah, I'm kind of just sitting there. Uh, AT&T, which is one that, and the reason these are on the list is because they're in my personal watch list that I don't share. They're risky. Um, typically, I will trade these things. I will you know, to hold them for some dividends, maybe something of that sort. AT&T is one that I've always expected to come back. I just don't see it coming back. Remember, um, Verizon Visible is my service plan uh, on, my, um, on my cell phone. AT&T has a cross-up. I don't like this chart. I just don't. You know, there's better places in in the market. NEE Nextera Energy. We talked about this one. This one's just been a dog. Fifty six eighty three. That fifty. That two hundred days moving down uh, negative. The fifty day ironically has started to move positive. I still wouldn't get into this one. It's just a cross up. There will be no podcast tomorrow. I am driving. Uh, I am driving up north for Thanksgiving. No podcast. Probably no newsletter tomorrow. Um, the newsletter is daily free uh, if you want to pay for it. Um, this was what a crazy Friday kind of catalyst. Uh, I put everything that was going on there. There's the Jim Chanos. This was free on Friday. Uh, Apple and other st- uh, advertisers stopped. Um, Citibank announced that they will let a bunch of people over. This past week's moves in my portfolio, you can see right there. Uh, I think this was where the paid portion started. Um, Palantir was my biggest move. I went over Microsoft. I went over, over um, let's say, DraftKings. I went over Uber. I went over TQQQ stocks coming up this week. I gave my thoughts on NVIDIA, uh, my thoughts and my conclusions. So that's a paid newsletter. Uh, if you want the free daily newsletter, again, I don't charge for the daily newsletter, which I give most of my in, um, my, my my thoughts and stuff on. You also get my setup on TrendSpider. Um, you get the grade eight and the philosophy psychology of being a trader. Um, mo- this weekend, I will probably focus on the stop loss and how why I do stock stop uh, stop limit versus just uh, you know in, in a market limit. I'll probably do that one. But uh, if you have any questions, hit me up on Linktree. Remember, Trendspider's Black Friday sale is still going on. Um, this one is uh, $300. I don't have it here. I don't have it listed. But $300, you can get Seeking Alpha, uh, the premium Seeking Alpha, for $50 off using this link. Join Weeble. Uh, part of what I showed with the earnings, with NVIDIA, Lowe's, and Deer, that came from Weeble. I love their app. I love getting that uh, morning email. 
uh, every morning or, or alert notification on my phone that says, hey, here's what you have to look forward to. Uh, of course, the, the newsletter is the Nest link, $20 off your visible service. You can use my link here to buy a Tesla or AT&T Fiber. Savvy Trader, I have two portfolios in Savvy Trader. There's a core portfolio. I think Savvy Trader only lets you uh, follow one. The core portfolio are stocks that it's 35 names that I think are solid companies that you can own. So if you want to trade them, you can absolutely trade them. But I think if you're, you know, you, you wind up losing some money in these, I think these are stocks that, that they come back and you can own. Uh, for instance, Roblox. Roblox is a solid, solid uh, company. Uh, it's in the core portfolio. Where is it? Down here. Uh, it's at 37 uh, it probably goes down to 32. If you buy it at 37, are you upset that you go to 32? No, you just add more and it'll pop to 40. So I think that's the kind of stock that I want to own is one where I'm not worried about you know a year or two years from now. Uh, if I buy it, uh, you know, take a stock like ChargePoint. Uh, say you want you wanted to buy ChargePoint instead of uh, Tesla. Well, you know, instead of Tesla, why would you buy ChargePoint? instead of Tesla here at $8 and think that it's ever going to get to $8 again. It won't. Do not look at a chart and think, oh my God, this company is a great company. It's going to get back up there. And if you hear this on the internet, just do me a favor. If you hear somebody on the internet saying that a stock is a great point, the first thing you should do is go over to Finviz. Finviz is free for everybody. I prefer Seeking Alpha to look at some of this stuff because you can actually look at the details. But Finviz, great overview. And if you hear somebody, this is the next Tesla, and they don't have a PE, they don't have a forward PE, they're losing income, um, you know, and, and there's red numbers all around, do not think you're going to trade yourself out of this stock. Do not think that a short squeeze is actually happening. So do yourself a favor, understand charts, understand uh, fundamentals, just keep listening, you'll get it. I, I get so many emails from people about uh, how they're, they're finally starting to get it after listening to me for just a few weeks. That, that It's very simple. My strategy is not hard. My strategy is to make, you know, short term, uh, I'm sure I'm, I'll make money. Uh, long term, I'm even more sure I'm going to make money. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, you'll see on the screen, there's chat up there. Uh, Ada, Coca-Cola is still going strong. Hope it flies. I'll look at the chart after this. So uh, you guys have yourself a great day. I should be back on Wednesday. If I'm not, make sure you're following me on Facebook. Make sure you're following me on Twitter. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. Here on YouTube, just make sure you hit the subscribe button because I'll post usually one of the community posts as well if I'm not going to be on. So I try and keep everybody up to date with what I'm doing. Uh, remember, I don't get paid to do this. I don't do this for the money. I do this more for the education and the thank you. You guys are great with your thank yous. Um, I get some really nice comments on this newsletter, in fact. Um, I think it was Damon who wrote to me. I, I do get private messages from folks, but I think it was Damon who wrote to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, do, 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 do. such good insight into how investors like you think it's all about the sell side all you see nowadays are the buy side and yeah be, be careful of people who tell you to buy stuff if they don't tell you to sell stuff be careful and the reason you want to be careful is 
Nine times out of 10, somebody telling you to buy something, they're talking their book. They've invested in this. You hear about pump and dump all the time. That's where you want to be careful. So understand, you know, listen to me for a few weeks. If I'm not your cup of tea or if you want to leave me a bad review, go ahead. I, I, you know, I, I don't do this for the money. I do this trying to educate people. I do this because I, I've been lucky enough um, to, to, to have this world uh, where I don't have to work. Um, you know, supporting the podcast just means I'm able to do this. It does motivate me when you give me even a dollar tip. You know, be, be generous. I give people tips all the time. Gift me with Venmo. Gift me with PayPal. Gift me with Cash App. It's all there. Send me a dollar if you listen. Eh, that's all, you know, it's a buck. You know, skip your cup of coffee at, at Starbucks. It's a buck. You can send me a nice little tip. It's just a thank you. Uh, again, if I make you money, if I lose you money, do not tip me. Uh, you know, if you've bought TrendSpider, don't tip me. I get affiliates from from Seeking Alpha and TrendSpider. The point is, I'm not going to steer you in a direction that I think is wrong. When I tell you to get TrendSpider and Seeking Alpha for less than $500 uh, for the year, my goal is to get you into a system where you can take a look at the charts and take a look at Seeking Alpha and understand the quant uh, system at Seeking Alpha and understand the alert system at Seeking Alpha. You don't have to buy both. If I had to buy one, uh, I'm buying the charts, but the reason I'm buying the charts at TrendSpider is because I already understand the fundamental stuff. If you don't understand the fundamental stuff or if you don't want to learn charts, Seeking Alpha at 189 bucks is a fantastic deal. You get so much with that Seeking Alpha stuff. So understand, yeah, I do this for the educational purposes. I'm taking off tomorrow. Don't bitch at me. But if you're going to leave me a negative review, at least give me some feedback. Um, you know, I had a guy post that he was pat, uh, upset that I made a spelling error on my um, on my, uh, on my uh, thumbnail from uh, you know, last week. Don't leave me that stuff. He, he said true stock pickers don't, you know, uh, QC their stuff. Eh, dude, I made a mistake. Shoot me. Whatever. Douchebag. Uh, okay, I'm going b- to follow up on this AI story. Just remember, chat GPT, uh, Microsoft wins this. I-, I think you've got at least $10, $15 left in that stock uh, just from this drama. So, okay, take Every care. Morning, bye. I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound. and fears.